Welcome to our podcast. This is Explore the PNW. Join us on our adventures of the beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm your host, Joel. And this is Debbie. Hi, Deb. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Explore the PNW. Yes, I'm excited to be here. We're in season two. We are in season two. So we decided to talk about our truck. No, because it is snowing again outside right now. Oh, I can't see it. Oh, trust me. It's, it's starting to pick up some gusto. Whoa. So much for that forecast. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to start till Friday. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. And then there's supposedly, there's supposed, you're supposed to be able to see the Aurora Borealis in Washington, like Northern Washington tonight. Well, I don't know. We're That's, not going to oh, see it. Said, it says it's snowing right now on the on the app. Just because we're it's cloudy, so we're not going to see it again. We're over two. Yeah, actually over three. Yeah. Okay, we'll just have to go to Iceland. We will have to go to Iceland because we we are explore the P and W and beyond or Alaska. But did you hear the beyond part? I did. I heard the beyond. Or. And further, I don't know. And further, and furthermore. Further, and further, and further. Because we're going to go to Canada, too. Right. Although I think I think British Columbia is still considered the PNW. Yeah, I would say Cascadia, baby. Yeah. yeah. But Montana, Wyoming, we're going to be taking a trip here to, uh, in May, to Idaho and Utah. Those are not the PNW. No. I mean, I guess they're northwest if you're in like New York City. They're northwest of the Mississippi River. Right. But they're not the Pacific Northwest. Right. But But we're bringing that Pacific Northwest vibe to those areas. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So anyway, yeah, we thought today we would just, because the season is not quite upon us yet, and... um, It's been honestly super icy here. So it's been hard to get out anywhere. Mm -hmm. Pretty treacherous. Um, So we thought we'd talk about our setup a little bit. Mm -hmm. So for better or worse, we're not living the van life. No, but we have a really cool truck. We have a Tacoma. Yes. And it's got some really nice features to it. I like like all the cameras and like the heated seats and mm-hmm. yeah, it's not only has it have a backup camera, but it's a forward facing camera too, which is really nice when you're parking a truck because the hood is so long that sometimes it's hard to like figure out when you're in the lines in a parking lot. So with the depth perception for sure. It definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's cool, man. Um, so yeah, so besides having a four wheel drive truck, you know, on the advantage that has over maybe a sprinter, unless you have a four wheel drive sprinter is for $150,000 or more, we can go anywhere we want. Yes. Pretty for the most part. And then we have a CVT R T T rooftop tent, rooftop tent, baby. Yes. Yep. So the nice thing about that is, so we have it on a, a ra- there's a rack on the back of our truck and it's made for by up top, up top, up top, man. Um, yeah, they're a cool company out of somewhere. 
U.S. And I think we should interview some of these companies. Yeah, I know. You keep saying that. I, I do keep saying that because I think it'd be fun to call CBT. Put it in the comments if you guys would like to hear interviews with some of these companies. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> anyway, so moving on. Um, so, yes, the advantages of a rooftop tent are they're fairly inexpensive in the scheme of comparing them to a trailer or a sprinter. Or a camper. Or a camper. Mm-hmm. Um, or a canopy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, those are the other options. And or sleeping on the ground. Which I don't want to do anymore. Unless, unless we're backpacking, which yeah. makes, because you can't take your down with you. Clearly, if we're backpacking then, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, so they're fairly inexpensive. Once you've had it for a while, we get the thing set up so quick. Yeah. We have it down. And now on this car, it's lower. Our rack, we went with a shorter rack. Which is super easy. Yeah. Easier to reach. It's not as bad when you're driving. There's The wind doesn't seem to push it around as much. Right. Um, you know, they come with an annex. So, like, you can make a little room on it. So, if you wanted to change or that sort of thing there. I think we used it one time. Yeah, I think we've used it once or twice. And and the issue is, is that we want to be able to get that down and move on to the next activity. And the annex just is one more step. Like we're not staying at a campground for multiple days. It's one more step and it's it's big. Yeah. It takes up the, a lot of room in the back of the truck. Right, right. So Clearly that's you can't the other drive thing. with that attached. No. Yeah. So and anyway, so yeah, so we so we did quite a bit of, uh, you know, research and we decided to go with CVT Cascadia vehicle tents. I believe they're called. They're out of Bend, Oregon. Yes. Super nice people. Very helpful. And because we are a nonprofit, they give us a little bit of a discount even. So we, yeah, we have a nonprofit called blue compass camps. Yeah. This is not a nonprofit. No. Cause we're a podcast. Explore the PNW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had it for years now. Mm-hmm. We do need a new mattress. We do. After so many years, you know, it just kind of breaks down. So yeah. it's like any other mattress. You yeah. use it a lot. It becomes fairly uncomfortable, and right. that's where we're at. Um, but hopefully we'll find a good solution to that issue. We're exploring our options. Yes, we are. If anybody wants to donate a mattress, I mean, I'm just saying you can. For a rooftop tent. Make, let's clarify that. Yeah, yeah, not for just the house. just not a regular mattress. We yeah, don't that won't that. work. That won't work. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, so that's how we sleep. So the you know the advantages again, it's you're not towing anything. It's on your truck all the time. Easy to take up, take down. Probably the biggest downside is um, you know besides hiking, we do a lot. You know, a fair amount of photography. So that means getting up early. In the morning for sun, before sunrise and going to bed after sunset. So we're definitely putting that tent up often in the dark. Yeah. And, um, or a lot of time on sunrise, I just decide not to go shoot because What's, I don't want to wake you up and take down the tent at, you know, 430 in the morning. It's also cold. In the morning. It is, but I'm just saying that is the biggest downside is that it's connected to your car. Yeah. And so from a photography standpoint, if you're a photographer out there and you're listening, 
that would be one thing I would weigh heavily if you decide to do this. If you're doing a photo and you're just by yourself, one man operation or woman operation, that's probably fine. You're not harassing somebody else. But if you're going with your partner, definitely keep that in mind. You're either going to irritate them probably and or you're just going to not do a lot of sunrise photos unless you can walk to the location. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Sunset's usually not a problem. No. Because you're already up and like, so what? Right. And we've done, I look, like you said, I mean, we've put the tent up many, many times. In the dark. Yeah. Headlamps. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Um, yeah. And then, so beyond that, then we also invested in some um, storage boxes that we put on the roof. Oh, right. On the double cab of the truck. So, uh, Rome Adventure Boxes. I think that's what they're called. Yeah, they're out of, I want to say they're out of Arizona. And they make a bunch of different sizes. The ones we got on top are long, but kind of narrow. So that, again, we didn't want to deal with like a a huge windsock up there. Mm -hmm. And those have worked well. We have two of them that we mounted. I had to drill holes in the bottom of them, which kind of sucked. But it's, I cocked them, you know, with uh, silicone um, so they don't leak at all. Yeah. And yeah, they work great. Um, and then in the back of the truck, um, you know, we, in the years past, you know, kind of getting ready for a trip was a, a, little, a little bit of arduous, you know, we have a gear room, which is cool and sad at the same time. <laughs> we have a lot of gear and, you know, so is this is like constant, like, do we have everything? looking through the list, making sure that we got, you know, we're not forgetting anything. And, and then we're loading in probably like what, four or five gearboxes in the back of the truck. Yeah. And then when you get to the location, you're like, Oh, like, you know, where's the kitchen gear? Oh, it's the one in the very back. So you're crawling into the, you know, it's just more challenging to organize that way. So we decided to get a decked system. Right. And I'd seen them more, I'd seen them used for um, like workers and stuff like that going to construction sites. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I had seen them as well. And essentially what they are is they're, uh, um, they're two, ours are two drawers. There's, so there's one drawer that I think is like 18 inches wide and the other one's like, I think a foot wide. And then they're the, the whole length of the back of the truck. So right. like, you know, five feet, maybe slightly less than five feet. And then they have a flat, thick platform on the top that then you can put your boxes on top of that. Yep. And so that's been awesome. We keep the kitchen on one side and kind of the electronics and, you know, you know kind of our safety gear on the other side. And it locks. And that, yeah, it locks and our tailgate locks. Right. So we don't have to worry about people stealing our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the only downside is it does take up, um, most of your bed. Right. So like, you know, with between our deck system and our lower rack, you know, uh, truck rack, like it's a little limiting on what we can actually put in the back of the truck. Now. I think it's been really good though, because like when we, when we do put the boxes back there, cause we have enough room to put some boxes, it would be really hard to steal our stuff, you know, because things are so compact. It is really, 
you know, with the, the rock around it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just makes it seem a it's little bit safer. It's going to slow down a grab yeah. and go for sure. Oh, yeah. You kind of have to think through it a little bit, I think, you know. I mean, you know how it is. People have time. Yeah. Going to steal your stuff. Um, yeah, so the deck system has been awesome. And we just leave the stuff in there for the most part, mm-hmm. you know. Um, afterward, you know, we come back, clean it, and then put it right back. So the next time we're ready to go, now we're like really, it's just like our clothes. And then it depends on what activity we're going to do. Right. So if we're going to go mountain biking, you know, then we're collecting that stuff up. Or if we're going, taking the Cocapellis out, you know, we're grabbing that gear. But it's not like we're grabbing every single thing every time we want to go out. Right. So I think it makes us a little bit more organized, a little bit more spontaneous as well. Yeah. Knowing that like we can literally get some, you know, throw a bag together and out the door we go. Right. So, and then we also, we did invest in another room box for our food. Oh yeah. So that's been super handy. Feels like a pretty bear proof. Yeah, and it's pretty lightweight, so once you put the food in it, it's still not that heavy. Yeah, it's pretty manageable. It has good handles on it. That one's a lot deeper than the ones we have on top. And then we did splurge on one. I can't remember the name, but it's like a aluminum box. Yeah, and I don't even know what that splurge was. That one is good. It's super deep, wide. So that's a lot of times we put our, again, kind of our gear. So if we're going mountain biking, maybe put that stuff in there or just, you know random we can get all of our snowshoe stuff in there and our trekking poles and our boots and everything so it's that's been super convenient too i think Mm -hmm. and then probably the last thing that's i feel has been a good you know addition to our setup has been the that little uh trash carrier bag that we have oh that i just mount to the side of the uh, truck just so I mean, we're not dealing with, you know, a lot of times where we're going, there's not anywhere to get rid of your trash. Right. And that's the thing. And that the thing is waterproof and, um, you know, it sits in the truck well. You can attach it to the rack. feel like it keeps the little vermin out. Little yeah. squirrels and stuff would be a hard time to get in there, I think. And then we did get like the five uh, gallon. Is it gallon or pounds? Ga- gallons. Gallons for the propane. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got like a little mini propane. We didn't want to get one of the huge ones because frankly, I mean, we're not out that many days in a row. Sadly, got other jobs. Um, So that little one has been awesome. Yeah. I think it's made by Ignic. Yeah. But Ignic. Yep. And again, it comes with a, you know, it's small. It can be happy refilled, but it does come in kind of a nice padded, um, little sleeve and then that sleeve is easy to cam strap to the rack as well yeah so yeah i think our setup's been really great like you know once the stuff is in there like it's easy to cam strap it all in place our stuff's not moving around at all right and then you know it's easy to organize it once we get to camp as well Mm -hmm. yeah and then the domatic we put in the back seat right yeah so So it's inside the car yeah that's the one thing with our setup in the back we couldn't fit it in the back Right. And I think that would be a big invitation to steal. So it's kind of nice that it's in the car. Yeah, it's probably, I think there's, it's, you know, I would go back and forth on that one. It would be sweet to have it just on a roller, just right there by the back to be able to pull it out and yeah. when you're making food. But, you know, it's not that hard to like open the back door, get the food you're going to use for that meal. Yeah. And then bring it back to the tailgate. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah. Anyway, that is our basic setup for kind of our traveling. You know, it's been great for doing the dispersed camping. Yeah. So, and then warm sleeping bags. Right, right. It does get cold out there. It does. And we've got blankets and we've got lots of nice things to, yeah, just make it more comfortable as we're camping. Yep. So, yeah, we had looked at trailers kind of on and off. And they're they're not cheap, man. No. And, I mean, there's some different ones. And maybe we can talk about that on another podcast. Okay. I guess Debbie wants to wrap it up. No, I'm just saying. It's all good. So, yeah, I mean, but we had, you know, we debated that. I think that, I think the trailers, the, whether it's a teardrop or a, you know, a smaller style one, you know, I think the biggest advantage is that you can drop that, still have the truck to be able to get around. Yeah, I think they're called the Overland or the ones that you, like, typically the Overland trailers. Yeah, exactly. And because um, a lot of those, well, you can take them four-wheel driving. Right. You can take them off-road. And because of the hitch system that they have on them and the size of the wheels and, and the, the clear and the, yeah, the clearance axle. Yeah. The axle clearance or some of them don't even have an axle. Yeah. Um, and that breaks, you know, so the advantage there clearly would be you could still sleep while I go and try to get some sunrise photos Yeah, and then come back disappointed because mother nature once again didn't put on a show for me. Yeah. But that's okay. So, I mean, we've definitely looked at that, but we've also looked at the, you know, the disadvantage of pulling the trailer, you know, and if pulling the trailer when it's snowy and those sort of things. So, right. you know, I think it's one of those things. I'd like to rent one one time. Yeah. And just see, you know, see what we think of them. So if anybody's out there who would like us to do a review of their trailer, we'd be happy to take it out for like a long weekend and put right. it through its paces and then do a podcast on what we think, the kind of the pros and cons of a trailer versus a rooftop tent. Yeah, yeah. Be sweet. And maybe we'll reach out to some of them and, and do a little, see see if they can call in. Okay, yeah, we're back to that. It's perfect. Yep, we'll do that. And then we'll see if they will let us borrow one. Okay. Perfect. All right, well, Deb, thanks for joining me at the table today. Okay. Until next time. Bye. Well, hopefully we'll be actually on the road. Yeah. Bye.